Welcome to Connect Darden Up, a series of podcasts produced by the Shire of Darden Up and hosted by myself, Rick Stacey, where I lead you through a series of dynamic conversations with local personalities. From an elite sportsman to a wildlife warrior, frontline health worker, to community collaborators and champions. Each 30-minute episode dives deep into our guests' unique journey and experience of connecting, working and living within the Shire of Dardena. As your host, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we make these programs, the Noongar people, and pay my respects to elders past and present. In this episode, I had the privilege to meet Jake Harvey. Jake is a young man who is a member of the Kookaburra Squad and has enjoyed considerable success at local, state, national and international level. We met with Jake on one of his visits to his family home in Wellington Mill. This afternoon, I'm with, uh, I have the privilege of being with Jake Harvey. Uh, Jake, uh, being a uh, professional hockey player based or coming from Wellington Mill, and hence the, uh, the connection with uh, Dardnup. So thanks for making this time available, Jake. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me. Very, very uh, grateful to be here. No drama. I believe we're lucky to have you here at the moment because you wouldn't normally... We're at, at your home, your family home at the moment in Wellington Mill, in beautiful Wellington Mill. And I think we'd be privileged because normally you wouldn't be here. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. Uh, normally based out of Perth uh, for training, but back home for mum's birthday, got a few days off. So, yeah, lo- love getting a chance to, to come back whenever, whenever the opportunity arises. And mums can never be spoiled too much, can they? No, you've got to look after your mum, absolutely. Because <laughs> no doubt she's given you plenty of support. Yeah, absolutely. Over, over the years very, very thankful for the amount of support my mum's given me. Oh, that's good. That's good. And I believe, and, and we'll talk a bit about your history in a minute, but I believe at the moment, or you would have been, everything going well, you would have been at the Tokyo Olympics yeah, well, at this stage. as you say, everything going well and, you know, hopefully selection would have gone my way. But, yeah, that would have... That was how the, the year was, was looking to plan out. Hopefully there's a lot of athletes, you know, hoping for an Olympic Games to go ahead this year. And it's, yeah, it's definitely turned out very different to, I think, how most of us would have expected any year to turn it's, out. It's been an amazing year, isn't it? I hope, hope that pans out for you. I believe that the one-year um, countdown started today. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. So, you know, as an athlete and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of support as sport brings people together, so we're very... Very hopeful that in a year's time that it, that it will be going ahead. Excellent. Well, I hope it all works out for you. Yeah. So I guess I guess what our listeners would be interested in, Jake, is is um, the fact that you now are a full full time professional hockey player. Yeah. I've, I've googled you, Jake. I, I have to admit, yep. and I found that you're the most successful professional hockey player that comes from Wellington Mill. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, I'm not sure how many hockey players have come out of Wellington <laughs> Mill, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the, the Boyne Up Hockey Club anyway, there's quite a few people from Wellington Mill that I think that have played for Boyne Up. So, yeah, look, I'm very fortunate to have the roots that I do in terms of hockey and where I've come from is definitely a big reason of why I've had the success that I've had so far. So, yeah, yeah, Wellington Mill is good, good, uh, good starting place for me, absolutely. But, yeah, thoroughly enjoying my time as a part of the, the national program now. Excellent. Well, looking out the window here to this spectacular mm. landscape, it doesn't look much like a hockey field. It's a bit like my place. There's, yeah. there's no flat or horizontal areas to be found. So, obviously, Boyne Up was where you, you developed your early hockey skills. Yeah, a bit out at the Boyne Up Oval at Darnup Primary School on the, on the back oval there. But... Uh, I think all the paddocks and sort of our uneven surfaces might have, you know, might have played a part in helping me with getting my iron and getting my uh, my skills up. Uh, but yeah, definitely 
lot of time spent out in the paddock uh, whacking yep. a hockey ball around with, with my brother Tom, that's for sure. It's handy having a younger brother, I guess, to, uh, and I believe he's in the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the hockey business as well. Yeah, he's going really well, playing really well and part of the, the National Junior Squad and uh, the West yep. Australian Institute of Sports. So, yeah, definitely good to have a, a bit of a partner in crime to, uh, to play one-on-one with. Excellent, so, excellent. Absolutely. And clearly, um, hockey goes deep in your family, I believe. Would you like, yeah. to, like to tell us about uh, the, sort of the hockey roots in your family? Yeah, very fortunate. So, well, um, my dad, Russell, he always played down here in Perth as well. And then when him and mum moved to the southwest, you know, he played and coached at the Boynup Hockey Club. And that's one of the main reasons that I'm, I played there. And Tom and I were always around the club and, and in the little tackers annoying all the, all the adults <laughs> and hitting a ball around while everyone's trying to watch. Yep. But yeah, on my mum's side, uh, her dad and uh, all four of his brothers represented Australia at one point or another through Is their that career. Really? That's remarkable, isn't it? So, so yeah, five, five in the same family. Yeah, five brothers. So uh, never all played for Australia together at the same time. Um, but my granddad went to three Olympics. Um, Is that right? And I think, yeah, his uh, two other brothers he went to, uh, actually three of his other brothers also went to an Olympics. And, uh, Is that right? Yeah, two of them were also multiple uh, three and four time Olympians. Okay, so the hockey yeah. expectations, put it this way, were uh, <laughs> were pretty high when when you boys came around. No yeah, doubt. Yeah, I, I don't think expectations. I've never had or felt any pressure to have to okay. do hockey. Yep. Um, I think I'm very fortunate to have that history because I understand how much the opportunity that I've got really means, and mm. you know, I can see how special it is, or how special those times were yep. for my granddad when he was. He was younger and playing for the national team, and it's a very different time now. You know, he you know he had to he had to pay his way to play for his country, which is yeah, you know, pay his pay his way to get to the Olympics, which is sure. it's not that way anymore. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all always been about fun for them. Obviously, competitive yes. people on the field, but just love playing with their brothers, and that's the same yep. same for me. I love I love the sport, and it's you know I'm very fortunate to have. You know, in some ways stumbled across and had enough success that I can do it as a bit of a career at this point in time, mm. something that I really, really enjoy. So yep. I'm glad that I've recognised that and I think, yeah, that history and my granddad's definitely played, played a big part in me just right. enjoying it as much as anything. Sure, and I, and I read that in, in some of your reviews and so on that, that clearly you, you value that wise counsel from your, your grandfather. Yeah, and I think he effectively said to make the most of it and have fun and enjoy it, keep it in perspective. Yeah, absolutely. I think that any conversation that I have with him is not so much based around any. He doesn't really give me any advice, or uh, he only just sort of elaborates on different stories and good memories that he has from his time. And you know, whenever Tom and I are, are out the door, he's sort of just saying, you know, just make sure you enjoy it. Mm. You know? And I think. It's amazing, you know, he still, he definitely still has a spark in his eye and, and, and a bit of a grin when he talks about the memories that, you know, he's, uh, you know, many, many years on now. It's, uh, it's amazing that it's that special to him still. So I'm mm. really trying to make the most of it sure. and be aware that it is that special whilst I'm doing it because, you know, that is the way it goes. At some point, it's, it's all going to be over for me. That, that journey, you can't play sport at the elite level forever. So. Sure. Hockey players enjoy a reasonably long career, yeah. generally, don't they? Yeah, I think uh, one of the. I think Jamie Dwyer was probably one of the oldest retiring. I think around thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So, okay. 
not many get to that age, but sure. obviously I'd love to have a career that long. But at this point in time, I'm, I'm very happy with the opportunity I, opportunities I've been given and mm. you know, hopefully I can, uh, can well, keep the ball rolling. It's a unique game, isn't it? I, I can yeah. say this with some experience, Jake, yeah. because I am a hockey person myself. I peaked at the under 14s and yeah. gave up. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's, a, it's a game that, that obviously can have a long career because it relies on skill and guile and, and fitness. And, and as long as you can keep reasonably fit, uh, you know, you, you continue to do well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, it's a much faster game now than it has been in the past, yeah, which right. definitely, you know, definitely that explosiveness is something that is, as your, your age grows, uh, you know, that, that's something that can that can fall away but yeah you know you have to have to look after yourself if you want to have a long career and certainly that's definitely something I'm hoping to do and you know you know if my body holds up and, and the passion's still there which I'm sure it will be it's mm-hmm. definitely something I'd love to do for as long as I can I must admit I, I'm, I'm amazed at the sheer pace of the game these days I guess with the with the new surfaces yep. and uh, the gear I mean the, the ball I believe gets up to 200 kilometers per hour or oh. thereabouts Potentially, I'm not sure that that sounds pretty fast. I know some of the flickers are putting it putting it on goal around you know 120, which is, is which is right? pretty rapid to get in yeah. the way of. But uh, yeah, I think also quarters like hockey was a game of two halves in the past, like soccer, and now it's in the last couple of years changed to, to four quarters. Oh, is so that it's right? okay. it's a really really fast game now, and it's, yep. I enjoy that. I think I really sure. like the high pace energy. So, that, so it's been paced up, and and there's no offside rule these days, I believe. No, nah, not anymore. So it's a okay. lot. There's a lot more free reign, which right. is good, which I enjoy too. In, in my brief career, it was yeah. rough surfaces, yeah. half the time underwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember playing a grand final under twelves under. Uh, on Langley Park in Perth, I don't know whether yeah. Langley Park, and yeah. I reckon there was three inches of water over the entire <laughs> ground. So, uh, but certainly, yes, a lot slower game yeah. in those days. So, can you remember a time going back to your childhood? Can you remember a time when hockey wasn't part of your your life? Uh, not really. I think. I've been fortunate to have had the opportunity to try pretty much every sport under the sun and yes. played a lot, you know, and, you know, as you get a bit, as I got a bit older, you know, it starts to clash, you know, footy in, in the wintertime with hockey and, yes. yeah, I've always, I've played hockey since I was four, um, right. okay. but there's been every other kind of bat, racket, ball in this household. So the odd cricket um, bat about it? Yeah, plenty of cricket bats, yep. badminton, tennis, basketball, soccer, footy, everything <laughs> okay. you can imagine. So, right. yeah, I think hockey, there's definitely that family element to it. And I think I enjoyed all the other sports I played, but yes. I think I knew for quite a long time that hockey was what I wanted to pursue. Sure, sure. And to take it to this level, I mean, you have to clearly concentrate yep. your efforts in one direction. Now, you've already achieved some remarkable success. Yeah. I mean, you're still a young man, but I believe you, you took a gold medal as part of the Commonwealth, uh, Commonwealth Games team, at the yeah. most recent Commonwealth Games in, in uh, Queensland. Yeah, I was very fortunate to be a part of that team, 2018, and that was very early on in my journey. I'd sort of debuted at the end of, well, in November 2017, and had just yeah. been fortunate with, you know, some opportunities came my way to get selected and I got the chance to to, to prove myself and then was yep. fortunate enough to have a spot open up for the team in the Commonwealth Games and yes. yeah that was a yeah, that was really cool to, to be a part of a multi sports event like that. And yes. Mark Knowles was our captain at the time and it was his last tournament oh, and he was retiring. Right. He retired so after that game, didn't he? He was the flag bearer at, at the 
opening ceremony. Oh, and terrific. Yeah, it was, you know, it was definitely, you know, beyond my wildest dreams at yes. that point. I just was trying to soak it all in and mm. play the best hockey that I could. But yep. And how that was, what, two years ago then, was it? Yeah, it started yeah, so. 2018. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so uh, Mr. Knowles went out on a high. Yeah, he did, yeah, and in his home state. So it was a really, oh, really terrific. cool uh, spectacle to be a part of for him and see someone who's had such a successful career and is, you know, left a really great legacy. I think yes. I'm very fortunate that I, you know, got to play, you know, the the few the handful of games that I did with him, I think it was really valuable for me mm-hmm. to get a bit of an insight into the recent history of the yes, Kookaburras. Yes, so that was good for you, what? not only from your hockey point of view, but sort of whole personal development thing? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the things about hockey compared to a lot of other sports that, you know, we, we play at the elite level, but in terms of a professional sport, you know, you don't get paid like you do to play AFL or yes. um, some of the other sports that are quite high profile in Australia. And yeah, yeah there's definitely, you have to have a backup plan outside of hockey. And, okay. you know, we're really encouraged to, to seek things outside of hockey mm-hmm. and, you know, study and pursue other careers, you know, with the time you have available. Obviously, it is a full-time commitment. We discuss with Jake what the future may hold beyond hockey. Yeah, well, I'm studying physiotherapy at the moment, so just part-time, but I really enjoy that. And that's, you know, as, you know, I think a lot of athletes are are pretty high achievers and like to do well at whatever they put their hand to. So it's definitely been a bit of a challenge getting used to not being able to do something full time like I mm. have in the past but yeah it's in some ways it's a nice way to to set your mind to something else and get away from the hockey circle at times. Yes, it me, must, must get very intense I should imagine. Yeah I think the environment's great like the coaches we have are awesome you know like they really understand that it's a really holistic thing mm. uh, the sport it's not just who you are on pitch and you know, better people make better players. And I think they really encourage us to be happy away okay. from the field and pursuing things away from the field. And that's definitely something I got from Nolsey. And he, you know, I think that has changed over his career. That's something yes. that would have changed a lot in the early days. You know, the, there was a massive expectation on your time as a full-time hockey player. And I'm very much, hockey's my number one priority, but yep. it's good to have other things to take mm. your mind away from it when Great. you when you need to rest. And Hockey Australia are very supportive of that developing the the whole life thing. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that really, I think that really helps as an athlete. I know that my coaches care about me on a personal level, um, which is, you know, I can't speak for other sports, but I know in our group that there's definitely an understanding that the coaches care about us on a a personal level. Well, that's great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Clearly to keep performing at that level, you'd need lots and lots of uh, ongoing support. That's terrific. So yeah, you've had some success. And of course, when you're you're not playing at international level, you've played at state level, I believe for like six years in a row. Is that right? You were picked for the state team? If I read your Um, stats correctly? I would have played, I think I played in all of the junior teams going through the ranks. I played in all the junior teams, but I've played, yeah, I played, I debuted for the Perth Thundersticks, which is the men's like open side. So that's the West Australian. Yeah, the West Australian side. I debuted for that when I was in year 12 in 2015. Mm -hmm. I didn't get picked the following year in 2016, but I've played all the other years since then. So again, that was, a. I was really fortunate to get picked in that year in 2015 as a really young player. And I got to play with some really experienced players that haven't played since, sort of the likes of Fergus Kavanagh and Kyle Brown and guys that, 
had a long, long career long with the national team and it yes. was great to see, to get so it. So you soaked up all that experience. Yeah. yeah that's great. Yeah. And of course you would have been still at school during a lot of that, that time or coming up to that time. So yeah, so you managed to fit, fit all those uh, competing demands together successfully. Yeah, absolutely. And that's definitely a massive credit to my parents in terms of, yes. you know, that, like I said, there was never any pressure on me to have to play hockey. Yes. But at the same time, they gave me every opportunity to pursue it. And yep. I'm so fortunate that they did that for me because, you know, it's not something they had to do. They didn't have to, from when I was 12, drive me to Perth for yes. close to a third of the year every week, yep. two or three times a week yep. for training. And they, you know, did that and for myself and for my brother and that, you know, there's other families that, you know, we'd go up with them and we'd share rides and yes. that's part of being a country athlete. But... Yeah, particularly in the country, it's, it's yeah. tricky, isn't it? All that travelling time yeah. and uh, making games and coaching sessions and workshops and so on. Yeah, so, yeah, like I said, I'm so, so thankful to them because, you know, hockey was, you know, that's what I wanted to do. It's what I was excited about. And yes. they've given me every opportunity to, you know, pursue it. So, yeah, that's I definitely, fair. definitely wouldn't have had the opportunities that I got at quite a young age as well mm. without their support and um Allowing. Of course, you, you, your father is still involved in hockey in the southwest, I believe. Yeah, I think he's taken a bit, bit more time off in the last year or two. And but yeah, he coached juniors, and um, our club has coached the senior team at Boyne up and in the southwest development, southwest academy of sport. He's coached there. He, you know, he's so dedicated to growing the game that you know he even once one season coached a junior club team against Tom and I. You know, just oh, that, okay. they didn't have a coach, and he was yeah. happy to do that, and that's. Yeah, I think that, again, is a massive lesson that I've learned from both my parents that, you know, that's something I'm trying to do now is give back and, yes. you know, the competitive uh, hockey that I had in Bunbury and growing up was probably a large reason because, you know, mum and dad were so supportive of, you know, just growing the game and there was lots of kids playing when I grew up, there was lots of teams, there sure. was a lot of competition and, you know, that's part of it, those people that give up their time when they don't necessarily have to to help grow the game and that's... So you're getting involved again at, at, in development of hockey locally? Yeah, I've done, I always love to get down just back to the Boyne up when I get a chance mm -hmm. and help coach or at a school or go and spread, spread the message. But I think also for me, I'm uh, spending some time now um, just, you know, with, with younger people whenever I get the opportunity to, to help mentor them in whatever capacity. And mm. I've recently been able to join a program called Ed Connect, which helps mentor kids at risk at school. And, yep. you know, so I've got a little guy that I spend, you know, an hour a week with in terms of just being there for him, like a bit yep. of a mentor, big brother role. And that's, you know, Excellent. again, that's part of, you know, just doing the right thing and giving my time to sure. someone else to help, you know, make their life a little bit How better. How about young Tom? Does he get some of uh, some support from you or is it it's, uh, competitive? I'm, I'm looking for a competitive edge here. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> we're so fortunate. Like, we live together and yeah. we're very close. You know, we're brothers, but we're also definitely best mates. And sure. we are, yeah, I think we love, we love playing together. That's something that's been extremely enjoyable this year is, you know, not you know, there's always a silver lining and not, not traveling with the national team yes. at all this year. I've been able to play every game for my club and, you know, so I've, you know, it's really the first time in probably close to five years that I've played 
any that, that amount level. of games. Okay. Oh, just that amount of games with Tom. So, mm, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a competitive edge, I'll, uh, especially when it comes to something like table tennis or <laughs> card games or whatever. There's definitely... Yes, always healthy competition. Very, very healthy competition. I don't know. I think sometimes it probably boils over the top a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're definitely good support for each other when it comes to hockey. And, and your specialty, I believe, is as a defender. Is that midfield defending that sort of role? Yeah, so I th- I've pretty much always played as a midfielder before I went into the national program. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning the ropes and doing my apprenticeship and I'm playing as a halfback at the moment. And mm-hmm. yeah, I really enjoy that position. And mm-hmm. I think it's really common to see athletes change positions throughout their career. And yes. that may be me, it may not be. And, you know, I'm really just fortunate i'm glad that i get the opportunity just when i get picked in a team so sure yeah i've got some very very sound counsel on the halfback line with uh eddie ockenden and matt swan two of our mm-hmm. greatest ever australian players and most caps players currently yeah, so that's, yeah, that's a terrific opportunity yeah it? it's uh, yeah i'm i'm so lucky to yeah. to have those two to learn from sure sure and what's tom's specialty Where's he heading, do you think? Yeah, so Tom sort of, well, both for Wolves, we both play in the midfield together, so okay. that's good. We've got a pretty good connection and pretty good at getting each other the ball. But, uh, yeah, Tom, a bit similar to me, I think, when he moved to Perth, started playing a bit more in the defence, and Tom's a really good uh, outletting passing player. He's got a really, really sound skill set when it comes to distance uh, passing. So. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely got that going for him. Right, excellent, excellent. Well, hopefully you'll get the opportunity to play in the same team yeah. again and again. What, what's your feelings about, I mean, you, you involve yourself in local hockey still and keep yeah. tabs on it. What's your feeling? Is there plenty of depth there? Is, is, does hockey have a good future? Uh, I think I haven't spent as much time down here in the past, but I think it's definitely a sport that, you know, needs that constant support from people you know, to help grow the game, like I said. I think there's definitely less teams now than there was when I was here, okay. um, which is a shame. But Is that due to competition from other, other sports, do you think? Yeah, I think definitely. Um, you know, hockey, you know, when you look, think of Australian sport, you know, football and cricket predominantly dominate yes. um, dominate the hockey, I mean, sorry, dominate the, the sporting, sporting circles. And I think, you know, the thing I always love about hockey is it's such a community family-based yeah. sport it's got a real good feel to it and uh yeah i think that's you know that's all i can do is when i get the opportunity to come back and help coach or spread the message and that's what it's about i think you know as as a national player and just as a, an older player i have a responsibility to to do what others have done for me and help give mm-hmm. back so yeah i think hopefully the game will, will continue to be grown and there's lots of great volunteers that are doing that and so yeah, lots that, of good people there. The facility is good down in this part of the world? Yeah, the facilities are great. We've got two really nice turfs okay. uh, in Bunbury, which are both really relatively new, um, I think. So, yeah, we got to play a regional round for Wolves uh, down here last year, which was awesome. Um, but, yeah, I think it's in good hands. And like I said, it just takes people going out of their, yeah. out of their way to, to give to something uh, that's a bit bigger than them. Mm. And just out of interest, are some of your games back on grass when when you're playing club? It's all on all on the artificial surfaces. Yeah, it's all okay. on artificial surface now. I'm I was definitely... say, it must be scary going back to grass after being on those nice smooth. Yeah, surfaces. you're definitely right. I think it would be very different. I'd definitely be open to a bit of a retro round or something like yeah. that. I'd I, love... I don't know if your coach would be too keen though. Would no, they? probably not. <laughs> Maybe at the club level, we'd we'd have a have a bit of a run around for a bit of fun. But yeah. no, we're very we're very lucky with the the amount of. Um, 
facilities that are available now. And, and hockey appears at our local schools, I presume, at local schools getting involved. Yeah, yeah. So hockey, um, we were fortunate. We had a, a bit of a, um induction camp as part of the start of the Olympic campaign at the end of last year where the national team, we were actually, we were down here in the Southwest and we, you know, whenever we tour, we try and uh, get out and do some clinics and do some school mm -hmm. visits. So yeah. yeah, it's definitely in the schools. You know, like I said, that there's a lot of other sports that, you know, definitely sure. dominate the Australian sporting, sporting world. Yes. But again, like I said, that's part of our, why we do it is, you know, we get an opportunity to help grow the game and, and and for us, it's about having fun, you know, it's the... Yeah, it must much. be fun getting out with the kids and making Oh, absolutely. I think I always have a good time whenever I'm coaching kids or sure. they're always having, you know, having a great time and just having fun. And I think that's a good reminder for elite athletes is at the end of the day, that's why I started playing and continued playing sport was because yep. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And that's, that's something that you have to continually reflect on mm. when you're in the thick of it and constantly training and trying to improve is there still has to be a level of enjoyment there. Right, yes, yes. It's not, yeah, you, I couldn't imagine dedicating that much time unless there, there, there was some enjoyment, uh, some payback straight away. Yeah, absolutely. There is no doubt that hockey has been one of Australia's most successful team sports. At the national level, the Hockey Roos, our women's team, and the Kookaburras, our men's team, have enjoyed continued success. You know, the Kookaburras is such, it's got such a rich history in terms of how It's an incredible history, isn't it? I was, I was looking through, I didn't realise, you know, if you look at how consistent the Kookaburras have been over the years and, 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 uh, and the women's team as well, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos have, and just Australian hockey in general has got such a good very reputation strong, and yeah, very, very rich history and that's why it's so special and it's such an honour to get an opportunity to play uh, at that level, but I think at the same time, you know, that's that still comes back to that enjoyment piece. Is you know, mm -hmm. there is a great history and legacy that we want to uphold as sure. as athletes, but the same part, you know, growing the game and and making sure that kids know that you know we do it because we love it as well is, sure. is a really big part of it. And it's a great international game, isn't it? I mean, when, when you look at it, the, the the interest in hockey is from Europe through Asia, the subcontinent, Malaysia. Yeah. New Zealand, Australia, South Africa. It's Absolutely, and that's another thing I'm very grateful and very fortunate to have travelled. I've travelled so much in my short career, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's definitely big in Europe. And, we're and what sort of places have you played as uh, played in as an international? Yeah, so I think some of the con I've, I've been spent a lot of time in India. Uh, mm -hmm. Is a, is a really hockey's huge over there, and that's yes. that's awesome. That's also you know my granddad actually his family migrated. Uh, from India, is that right? so he's initially was born born in India. So there's a bit of history there for me okay. as well. Uh, but yeah, spent spent some quite a few weeks in India, and then other than that, I've got to play in countries such as in the Netherlands. Been there a couple of times. Belgium, um, Germany, quite big the hockey. But then also places such as Argentina and Spain. I've been to yeah, it's a real um, mixed mixed yeah, bag, isn't it? Yeah. I guess really North America is the only place that doesn't seem. Yeah. I guess they have their um, ice hockey to keep them yeah. keep them busy, but uh, otherwise everywhere else hockey is a ginormous. Uh, yeah, it is. It's definitely it's definitely an international force. game. Yeah. yeah. Last year, I noted that um, you got involved in the Hockey One competition, yep. which is the the new national yep. competition, and of course you mentioned the WA team yep. before the Thunder Sticks. Yeah. 
And did the season go through to its entirety last year? Yeah, yeah, it yep. was great. It was not, not the most successful season for the Thundersticks, unfortunately. We didn't have a great year, but... Yeah, the hockey ones, are, it's a new league. It was the first year it's run and uh, sponsored by a Sultana brand and it was great. Like, they're really, really working on, you know, making hockey more of a supporter sport in Australia. It's yes. it's a season, you know, it runs for a couple of months. It sort of fits in between the, the end of the AFL season and the Big Bash. And oh, okay, um, so it's placed strategically yeah, in that, yeah, that well, gap. Yeah, it's just a great time for you know, for hockey to be on the calendar sure. and it's it's outside our club season, which is yeah. what makes it, you know, all the national players are available and not normally right. touring at that time of the year. So, yeah, it was a great league. I know the New South Wales Pride ended up winning with a very, very strong team. I did and notice they came out the top. Yeah, they um, were a very, very good team. Have had a very talented and young team for quite a while and definitely... They're going to be a force to, uh, to compete right? against for, for okay. the next while, I'm sure. And you'll get to see some of those players at close quarters, no doubt, in the national. Yeah, team. yeah. Um, you know, I get to see those guys play and train with them every day, pretty much. Um, yep. So yeah, there's some there's some quality opposition there for sure, and you know, I've definitely got to add to my notebook uh, from training before I've got to face them. <laughs> I like playing with them on the same team, that's for sure. Now I'm very thorough with statistics, so I looked at all the game yeah. results. And I did notice there was a goal scored by Jake Harvey yeah. in one of the matches. Do you, re you recall that match, no doubt? Yeah, that was against New South Wales, in fact, and we were quite a few goals behind at that point in time. I did so like to mention that the scoreline yeah, wasn't yeah. going well. It was a little too late, unfortunately, but um, yeah, like I said. I think you saved the, w or the Thundersticks from relegation, I think, to, to the... To the Unfortunate last place. You you pushed them up the ladder a little bit. Yeah, we weren't quite down right at the bottom, so that that's a positive. But uh, yeah, we've got some work to do. We're definitely in a bit of a rebuilding phase, and we've got some young and new faces, which is really exciting. And that's you know, like I'm definitely one of those younger players, but yes. have been fortunate, like I said, to see a bit of that history of, of the Thundersticks, oh. and that's something I definitely try and make known and the younger, and newer players aware of. And that goal. Yeah. Uh, was that from your defender position or no, were you called in, in for a penalty? In or? the midfield at that point in time. Okay. So I was so a little it's... bit further up the ground, a little bit closer to the, uh, okay. to the goal line, which is nice for a change. No, that's terrific. So, yeah, it sounds really encouraging and exciting time for you, uh, particularly with uh, hopefully the Olympic Games will yeah. run on its rescheduled time. And I presume if it doesn't run then, that you then get back into the next Olympic, uh, sorry, uh, Commonwealth Games cycle. Is that right? If, yeah, well, that's that would it. Be that's the next next big event, or is there a World Cup or other yeah, internationals? Yeah. So I think uh, Pro League will hopefully happen again, which is our sort of home and away international season, which is sort of over the first six months of the yes. year. Okay. Whether or not you know international travels back on the cards, um, yeah, that's the thing. You know, the sporting calendar doesn't stop when sure. you know there's there's different circumstances. So yeah, the the Commonwealth Games uh, in Birmingham in 2022 is really not that far away again no, now. No. And then the World Cup will be in, uh, normally would be in 2022 as well, but it's the start of 2023 in India again. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So uh, th those will all be on, possibly on the agenda. Yeah, fingers, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, so you're yeah. training towards that, that, Absolutely. Uh, that goal. Well, that's terrific. Well, thank you for spending time with us today, Jake. We yeah. really appreciate it. And uh, it's terrific that, that um, someone of your Hockey quality has, has uh, come out of Wellington Mills and we yeah. can claim you as our own. And I wish you all the best for what's coming up in the near future. And I really look forward to seeing you on the stats for the Tokyo <laughs> Olympics. But if not, 
certainly the next big big competition that comes around. So thank you very much, Jake. No, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Rick. I really appreciate it. It was a privilege to meet Jake and his family, who clearly have been great contributors to the game of hockey over the years. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I'd like to thank our contributors, our special guest Jake Harvey, Barry Wilson for sound recording and editing, Dylan Newport for the theme music, and Bunbury Community Radio 103.7 FM for their continued support. If you'd like to comment or provide feedback on this program, please do so on the Shire of Dardanup Facebook page. To follow Jake's progress, go to the Hockey Australia Facebook page. This is Rick Stacey. See you next time.